Wildcrest, we have 108 parks across the UK alone. We're worth £1.2 billion. We make £22 million net cash profit every year, and the company grows by £80 million every year. And we're skint every day. If you were at a million pound in business right now and you wanted to get to 10 million, what would be some practical advice that you could give the guys in the room to scaling up? What would be three things that they would need to look at? Start with plumbing, because Charlie's just walked in. (laughs) So let's just say you're a plumber, you're out on the tools, you're doing fantastic. Your business is going well, you decide to put another van on the road. So now you've got a business because you have to be careful when calling yourself a businessman in business because you may not have a business. What you may have is ownership of a job. And how you know that is if you go to work and you get paid to do a job, but you don't go to work the next day and you don't get paid, you don't have a business. You can't sell that business. Or if you can, you're lucky. What you have is a paid job. That's what you have. You have ownership of a job, nothing more, because you're not getting paid if you don't go to work. So scaling up is very important. And there are so many people that fail at it, moi included. And you have to be acceptable to earning less yourself when you're scaling the business up. And you have to be acceptable to take pain to get to a level. So you start with yourself, you're earning good money, your business is going fine, you then take on another van. Now what you're doing is still your own job, but you're managing that person because that person drinks five cups of tea a day. Those cups of tea take 15 minutes a day. He's being paid 50 pounds an hour. So he's had 50 quid's worth of your cup of tea that you've been paying for while he's had a chat. Doesn't sound a lot, but 365 days a year. Then he decides to take your van down the road to get you shopping. Then he decides to slip off and do a job on his own. They're all things you have to be accountable for. They're all things you have to be recognised for. A lot of people don't want to talk about it, but they're facts. And that, in my book, is stealing. I don't care how you write it up, how you put it, it's stealing. But it's worse than stealing because it's stealing from the man that keeps you going. Then you put another van on the road and another van. So you've now got three vans and yourself. You can no longer commit to the work that you're doing and manage three people because you've got to hear about their wife, you've got to hear about their kids, you've got to hear about, oh, he's got the stomachache, but he really ain't got the stomachache. He was watching the football before, the same football match that you were watching. And I see so many people become friends with their work colleagues and that's fine. But remember, work is work, business is business and a job is a job. And at that point, you have to take a transition to becoming a manager. And you have to take a pay cut. The reason you take a pay cut is because you're not on the tools anymore. You're not out there making the best of your business. Because you're not gonna stand there and do five cups of tea a day, because you know you get to the next job quicker, you're getting paid quicker and more money in your pocket. It's like a vicious circle. So when you then step down, and this is where people fail in stepping up to businesses, Because they go, I was earning more money when I was doing this myself. But what they forgot is they didn't own a business, they owned a job. And it takes two steps of promotion in, in your business, of you becoming a better manager, you 
taking on more vans and earning less because you're managing people that are not going to do or work as hard as you. And then it takes the third step of when you then are on the same money as what you were when you were running out of one van yourself. But on the fourth step, and please believe me, I have these steps written in to protocols that I use in business and they've worked on every business. At that point, what you've now set up is a system, process and procedures that allow you to really scale up. That's why you see businesses that get to say 10 vans and then explode because the systems and process and procedures are in place. But you have to adapt. You have to change. And the systems, process, procedures. And the more that's automated, the easier your life will be. And the point I go back to is don't trust anybody. Don't trust they're going to turn up. Check. And check after that the customer is satisfied. Do you know why? After the fifth time, you won't have to check because they'll expect it. Who'd experienced that? Yeah, give them a round of applause. Let's, 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 let's clap. And I think when people are growing a business, they underappreciate actually that there is that period where you do feel like you're going backwards for a period of time and you are earning less money. And, um, you know, you've hit the nail on the head where, well, I was making more money when I was smaller or, um, you know, um, doing it by myself. But actually, it's just about. But I do think it's really important that you um, know when you're going to return to that point of making the same money or more by having those financial forecasts in place. Because if you just scale up your business blindly, and you don't know when you're going to return to profit or you're going to increase that profit, then you get to that bit. And I call it no man's land between small and a decent size where you just lose motivation because you don't know actually what you're working for. You know, you can't see the number anymore. So, you know, um, understanding the numbers and having the financials to back up actually what you're doing, would you say is incredibly important for all business? I'll go back to what I said. System, mm -hmm. process, procedures. Cash flow is key. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing, what I would say to you is when you're scaling your business up, have a vision, but allow your team to know that vision. What I mean by that vision, what are you setting out to do? Are you setting out to make more money? If that's fine, share that with your team. Don't be ashamed of it. Forget about the old British way, oh, stiff upper lip and we don't talk about money. No, oh, you, I'm doing it for the money. Come on. We're not here because we don't, we want to hear because we want to do better. We want to have better lives. When you're doing that, another vision you're doing it for, because you believe that you can provide a better service, that you can, actually you've got something that's niche. Share that with your team. I have several things in my offices. One is there's a big sign up above the office that says, there is no religions present in this building, except for the Wild Crest religion. Do you know, we don't have any problems because we want everybody to be Wild Crest. We want everybody to be ingrained in what our vision are because I'm changing the face of affordable housing. So for me, my vision is to, get, is to give people a better life. So our slogan is live your best life, but we mean it, we mean it. So whatever your vision is, your team must buy into that. And if they don't buy into it, get a job somewhere else. And I'm sorry if that sounds hard, but it's a lot harder when you're losing your house because you've put your house on the line. Business is hard. It's up to you to make it enjoyable by setting the ground rules first. 
Fantastic. And, and when you started Wildcrest, did you have a crystal clear vision from day one of where you wanted to take it or has it evolved as time has gone on? And um, just to put it into perspective, what's the value of Wildcrest or the size of it? Wildcrest, we have 108 parks across the UK alone. We're worth £1.2 billion. We make £22 million net cash profit every year and the company grows by £80 million every year. And we're skint every day because I make sure because I make sure we invest every penny that goes back. Love your business and your business will love you. Treat your business harshly and it will treat you harshly. It's about love. Everything in life is about love. What we give is what we get back. And when did you start that business? I didn't. I inherited it. I oh, inherited it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I win the lottery? I can't remember. <laughs> um, I started that business 22 years ago. You asked me a question earlier about what's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I tried to answer that as honestly as possible. And I genuinely believe a million pounds is a lot of money. But in the right circumstances, 5,000 pounds is a lot of money. It, it does depend on the on what you're doing at that time. At 29, I was worth five million pounds. And don't forget, I'd gone bankrupt 10 years previous or nine years previous. So I was absolutely walking on water with mental scars of what had happened to me nine years previous. And it's those scars in life that cut chunks out of you that we remember in life. It, life doesn't mould you, life carves you. I thought five million pounds was all the money in the world. I never dreamed that I'd ever really get too far beyond that. I thought, you know, I may get to 10 million, but that's just, you know, that's just how I felt. But I haven't earned the 1.2 billion. I haven't. I would love to stand up here on stage and oh, what a great guy I am, what a genius. I'm a dumb idiot but I have a burning engine inside me that drives me. I'm not a clever man. I'm just outspoken. I listen and I surround myself with great people. But that company today took on a life of its own. But here's the reason why. Now, I wanna be really, really, really honest with you. And some of these things that I'm gonna say now may not sit well with you, but please don't take them out of context. I'm a gypsy, and being a gypsy, it comes with a stigma and a stereotype. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves, and liars. I was only good at two of those things. <laughs> so the bar is set higher for me. And when I started in business, I started to earn money. I started to make money. I didn't care about the ozone layer. I didn't care about Greenpeace. I didn't care about the poor. I cared about me and my family. That's all I cared about. And that's the honest truth. But when I got to a position of wealth, do you know, my mindset started changing and I was working for a different reason. I found my purpose, but I could only find that purpose because I was no longer struggling. And do you know, the benefit of wealth, not only does it give you freedom and choice, morally, you can be such a better person. And that's why I don't judge anybody for the actions that they take in life. And when people, I have people say to me, you know, were you poor? 
I was poor in value of money when I was a kid, but I had a very loving family. Would I do the things that we had to do then? Now, absolutely not. I'd find them disgustingly irritating, being honest with you. But it's not where we're from that defines us. It's our journey and where we're going that defines us. And it takes a big person to be able to admit their flaws and mistakes, but hopefully where their scars can build a better character. And I hope I've done that. The reason that I've taken so long to answer that question is the business, I was, when I started, I was worth five million. Now, 22 years later, the business is worth 1.2 billion. One business is because I found my passion. I was brought up in a caravan. Who better to buy a caravan from than somebody's lived, breathed, at it? And I'm changing the face of affordable housing. My customers, we supply homes for 50% than you can buy bricks and mortar for. Electrics, 28% cheaper, no stamp duty, no land registry fee. I could go on and on and on. But I found my calling. I found my passion. And that passion wasn't about the money. And that company has taken on a life of its own. And now Wildcrest is the face of Park Home Living. And it's turned into a company of 1.2 billion. Of course with my guidance. Of course with my drive. But the drive came from a burning passion. And that passion wasn't for money. Start out to earn money. But then if you can find your passion along the way, you'll fly. Because your passion will make you the Premier League football player. Your passion will make you the Premier basketball player. Your passion is what burns and drives. It's the fuel. Whereas when you're going for work for money, you're going to work because it's desire just to be better than the life you came from.